But for Somewhere in the Skies, it's like a mix. And that's Ryan's show. Ryan asked me to co-pilot mm. about a month ago, and then we did our first show together. Mm. So it's, yeah, it, it, how it starts with the debrief is because we're a news outlet. Like, my job at the debrief, too, is to feed mainstream media science and tech news stories because we break stories. Right. Our so team's investigative journalists. Okay. Yeah. But who, like, who's breaking the story? Who, like, who, who, what team? Uh, all of us. So we'll have a writer like Micah Hanks, Tim McMillan, or MJ Benias. They're like three of our like top, they're three of the partners too, but they're like our best, in, best investigative journalists. So they do a lot of the research or we get <coughs> tips from other people that, you know, it could be from, you know, internally. Tips. Tips, mm. yeah. Can you what? give us a, a badass story that you guys broke that's very interesting? Oh, God. Christopher Plain uh, just did the first, war- we did the uh, story on the first warp bubble that was ever created. And that's a warp bubble. Warp bubble? Is that yeah. like a black hole related? Uh, it's not a black hole, but a warp bubble is like, again, that's not my story, but um, a warp bubble can be, cr- now it can be created in a lab. Mm-hmm. So somebody that formerly worked at NASA, I think he's going to kill me, uh, Sonny White, I believe his name, formerly worked at NASA in the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, and then he ended up moving and started creating his own company called Limitless Space, I believe. <coughs> and so he's been developing warp bubbles. It's crazy, I know. It's what, a, is, what is it exactly? So a warp bubble technically could be something that we'd be able to time, tra- not time travel, into space travel, to go to you know, interdimensional and get into different galaxies, all that kind of stuff in over time. Like We'd be Avengers. able to pretty much, yeah. At a point in time. No, I'm like, not doing like it Avengers. justice. <laughs> I'm not doing it justice. I'm it's not not fun. I'm just, okay. Just you know, it's a well, it, it totally could be. So technically what we could do is put a warp bubble around a vehicle at one point in time. Mm. And that's what we're working on. And then towards. send the Vehicle. Send the vehicle yeah, to into space. Forward yeah. or, back. or back. Or well, no, it would be technically forward. Only forward. Yeah. See, it would, I, it's sorry, it's not I w- time I travel. I wouldn't buy it's that. being able to travel. That's, to be older. That's not great technology. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I want like to relive it. my past. So they create a little warp <laughs> <laughs> Can we get that one? Um, so what got you into the the UFO because there's a community. It is, yeah. And, and by the way, um, we were talking about this a little bit before you came in. I guess there was some <clears throat> alien life happening in Mexico last week. Oh, really? No, like yesterday, there oh, was, was some yesterday? lights flashing like across the sky in Mexico. I'm not surprised. Lots of stuff happens in Mexico. Oh, I just hey, wanted to break that news to you. Thank you. You're in the intel. Place. We break a lot of news here on Hollywood yeah. Tales. <laughs> Hollywood Tales. We break real news. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were talking about this because there was a there's a, there's a bar in New York. I was telling Chrissy about. Where right. I, f- I feel like they harbor aliens. Okay. Not harbor, but they like, you know, let them come hang out. And they're dressed, it's like watching Cheers. You know, Norm, the mailman, the fucking construction, you know, whatever. Like, there's all these like weird kind of like, you know, blue collar worker who, who look and are dressed as blue collar workers. But I think they're not from this world. Mm. And then I asked you why. You thought so that. there's a big, gigantic plastic head of an alien that sits up, like, you know, mounted up, like in the ceiling, like it's in the a corner. shrine, right? Mm. <laughs> and one day, I I just was looking at it, and I didn't even put it together. But one day, the bartender and I, I had been in there like once or twice, maybe this was my second time. And the bartender and I started talking. And he's like, "How do you know about this place?" And I was like. I live down the street. I always walk past here. He's like, oh, yeah, what do you do? And I, you know, whatever. And then um, we were talking about my friend's kids who I was hanging out with earlier that week. And one of the kids was talking, like, about aliens. Mm-hmm. He was watching these YouTube, you know, uh, clips. And he was like, Uncle Ahmed, 
you know, I was watching this thing on aliens and blah, blah, blah. And I started telling him about the, my friend's kids. And he goes, shh, don't talk about that in here. And I go, huh? He's like, you're not allowed to talk about that in here. And I go, okay, about aliens? And he goes, you can't say that word Whoa. in here. And I was like, all right. And then he kind of like. Don't say the A word, dude. Then he, don't say the A word, bro. I'll get canceled by. Uh, <laughs> intergalactic. Hey, we just get intergalactic yeah, canceling. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's next level. <laughs> You're fucking canceled. <laughs> you are no longer allowed yeah, in this. It's next level canceling. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's a good bet. Put him in the warp bubble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Looking. Good callback, bud. <laughs> that's a callback, Chrissy. Nah, that's what I call. <laughs> No, so anyway, so then he kind of walked away a little dis- disgruntled. <clears throat> and then I looked over uh, to my right, and like three, four bar stools down, there was this like Latino-looking guy with like a a camouflage jacket on, and, you know, looked like maybe he was a construction worker or something. I don't know. And he looked over at me, and he started like mouthing words to me, mm. but I couldn't hear him. He was like... And then, I, no joke, his fucking eyes turned and they went <laughs> and they tr- i swear i believe if you believe in this stuff it's real mm. and if i wasn't drunk yeah. and i was just like and then the bartender like i guess saw this interaction because the <laughs> fucking reptile or whatever looked over at the bartender and gave him the this guy's gotta go and the uh-huh. bartender goes you gotta go mm. and i was like huh and he goes you gotta leave man you weren't alien approved I was an alien no. approved. I got no. canceled. I got yeah. kicked out of an alien bar. Yeah. I feel like there's less people. <laughs> That's pretty bad. I Dude, feel like there's I'm less canceled, people. Canceled, banned, 911. What's next? <laughs> Aliens? Damn. I less told people that story. are getting abducted nowadays. I told that story That's, to yeah, you know, True Story. It's very much of an 80s thing, 90s yeah, story. Like no one's getting anally probed anymore. You want to hear a funny Hollywood tale? So, and a true story. <laughs> I was going to wait and say, maybe I'm Ed's next. <laughs> I told this story. I think I told you this like story. Like Ben over a med. <laughs> I told this story to Aaron Rodgers. I met Aaron Rodgers, the uh, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, let me just pick up that name I just dropped. <laughs> <sighs> it's exhausting. I met him briefly through another good friend of mine, uh, Ed Mills and, and Kelly Brown. And Aaron Rodgers used to like stay with them sometimes mm-hmm. when he was in L.A. visiting. And I was just there one night, and he was there. And we were all sitting out on the patio and smoking cigars and drinking whiskey. And he started playing the guitar. And we, him and I just kind of started like jiving and talking. And I told him I was Egyptian. And he's like, oh, I want to visit the pyramids. And I want to go there on the lunar moon. And he started talking all this like cryptic shit. And I was like, you know, like, where are you? how do you, why are you all? He's like, oh, I believe in all this stuff. And then we got into aliens and we started getting really into like deep conversation. Yeah. Right, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. You not expect and, and, that. No, in my head, I was no. like, and he's super highly intelligent, but he's out there. Like, he wanted to do ayahuasca at one point, he told me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can't wait to do ayahuasca. And I'm like, me too. This is the sign. <laughs> so anyhow, <laughs> I start telling him about this bar in New York. And he goes, I got to visit this place. Mm-hmm. Where is it? And so I told him where it was. I can't disclose it on the podcast because um, it's my little private Idaho. You can DM me. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I already told you. Just joking. <laughs> so, uh, so I tell him where it is, and he goes. He shows up at this place, and he sent me a, bit, a text message, and he goes, I'm here. You're right. They're, They're taking right. me to the mothership. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, 
there's a weird vibe in here. And people, I guess a couple of people came up to him who were, because it's in a neighborhood bar in a sort of West Village area. So you wouldn't think that that would be the place. But for some reason, mm. and I could be out to space right now, but for me, it was a very <laughs> real experience. But then he was texting me and going, you're right. There's, you know, just freaking aliens in here, bro. Question everything. Yeah. I don't know if he ever went back. He said it was. Well, I'm going part. now. Yeah. Well, I might know. be closed. I don't know. I Did you guys there. ever? I'm assuming you have binge watch uh, Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's been. It has the like Egyptians how many seasons? Created that show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's actually our gig. I love that show. It I is a good show. It, it kind of fucked my life up. A You're little really? Bit. Yeah, because then I just I don't know. I was out was out to lunch. But it's just, always like, every time. That. It's like because it's the ancient astronaut theory. It's like they don't you know I love it, but at the ancient same time, ancient astronaut theory would say yeah <laughs> would like, say, and it's like come on guys. But like, then it makes you question everything. They're, they're you just reaching tie now everything though. Back. They are reaching. They're reaching hard now. But all the like wonders. Like of I've the told world, you some of the recent theories. Put them back to ancient like to aliens. They do, yeah. No, well, because that's because that's what the they Egyptians. do. The, dude, the, yeah, the, Egyptians, the original Egyptians, not you, not we, we have to like everyone has to know that's not Look, this. The show's not based in fact, though, guys, right? No. It is also an issue. I know, but a lot of people are like, it's "Oh theories. my god, that's it's hard." Theories. It's, it's theories, it's exactly. Just, There's no evidence. I honestly believe yeah. that. Well, there is evidence. Did aliens, well, did the an evidence alien ship come down? Right, but I meant by that the theories by block, like strategic. There's, there's no way. But we're talking about ancient. Ancient Egyptians. We're not talking about like the new, yeah. the Look, new and Egyptians. And also, UFOs relative, don't mean aliens. We're not talking about either. the Egyptians my that live in people, Venice Beach. <laughs> my people are the your worst. neighbors. Oh, yeah, you want to talk about aliens? <laughs> Come down to the Venice Boardwalk, man. They're everywhere. Uh, shit. So let's go back to you because we got we got distracted. What yeah, what yeah. got you into uh, the UFO alien like phenomenon and community and how do I get in? How do you Not get in. Like, how did you get invited to that podcast? <laughs> uh, no, no, a no. Not how did you get in, invited to the podcast? What made you like interested in turning this into a career? Yeah. Well, I never thought it would become a career. Like as a child, were you? Yeah. You when all, I was six. Yeah, I was like I was six years old. My dad had a UFO experience. Oh, tell us about. I know this, this is, is this, this is a Hollywood. This is an alien tale. It is, alien and my dad tale. is just I he is Hollywood this. to me, so it wins. What it works. Um, when I was six years old, my dad showed me this photo of. It was like it, not a black and white photo. It was a color photo. He's not that old, but he showed me this photo and it like lit up everything inside of me. And so he had some other stuff too from doing a UFO of research of a UFO because he had a UFO experience. So he what, showed me. What was his experience? Though? I'm gonna tell you. Oh, sorry. Just wait. Building up to that. Sorry. Exactly. I didn't realize. God, you I know. I'm setting. I'm laying the up. land. Come on. I know. He doesn't know how to Do you know me? Right. <laughs> My bad. I talk a lot. So. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. It's called so a it's called a podcast. I look at both you too. So <laughs> right. So when I was six, yeah, he showed me that photo of the UFO that he captured with a group of people. So the story is, is that he was driving up north on the 401, which is like a highway in Canada, a really popular highway. And so it was the middle of the night, obviously, and day UFOs do happen too. But it was the middle of the night, and I think there was five of them in the car. And so they all pulled over because they saw this thing in the sky mm. and they were like, what it like, what is that? So nobody was on like it was it was really late at night. So nobody was really on the highway. So when they pulled over, this UFO was hovering pretty much above a telephone pole, like or one of those kind of hydro light poles, I should say. So it's actually hovering really low and it wasn't big. My dad said that 
it had to be like little children that would yeah that would fit in it and i will go back to the reason why i said that though baby 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 aliens baby aliens who would have thought baby aliens I know, so, so he said, you guys are like, comedy this is there. crazy. <laughs> so Sorry, go ahead. It's okay. So he then, when they're looking at this UFO, they're like, my dad said, yeah, it wasn't that big. So they all, so what happened was my dad then um, put the car lights on, they flashed their lights at it, and the UFO flashed its lights back. So my dad actually communicated with it. Whoa. I know. I know. It's intense. That's heavy. Yeah, yeah. it's super heavy. You sure it wasn't a drone? No, the drones didn't exist back then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they might have, but it was just never used. It would have been like military stuff, right? Maybe. Like DARPA, uh, DARPA things. UFOs are, are like, like drones are kind of modern day UFOs, no? Well, explain this. But I do but believe in alien have, life. But I'll tell you. Cameras and photos everywhere now. Everybody's got a, a right. camera phone. Why isn't there more footage of UFOs now? There are. There are. Go on TikTok, bro. Yeah, there's, there's whole, tons. Real, not more real videos of UFOs. No, so there, there, there is. Are, like, but it's, I can it's always in like that. Brazil or mm-hmm. like. Well, no, they're everywhere. They're no, really but it's just like, like at Omaha. We were really talking about <laughs> this. They're like. But the, no, the most UFOs are in like Los Angeles and North America. It's usually it's Los Angeles is a hotspot for UFOs. We have Catalina Island, the Nimitz incident with the Tic Tac incident. Did you guys know about that? No, tell us about that. So yeah. the Nimitz is um, as part of the Navy. It's a massive ship, and so when they were um, out by Catalina Island, there was a group of them, obviously working in the ship, and they caught it on radar. And so that's a, that's a short form of it. Anyone else who else really knows UFOs knows the story, and so that's gone that story went mainstream really quick because I the Navy released they that said footage. That those were like well, the Navy, well, no, the Navy released that saying they didn't know what it was. <coughs> and so it looks like a Tic Tac. That's why they call it a Tic Tac UFO because it looks like a little Tic Tac. I saw that video. Actually. Did you? Okay. Yeah. So there's tons of them I too. I actually approved that video. Did you? So, yeah. They, they made it into a Tic Tac commercial. They did. Well, actually Tic Tac did try to look so jump on that. So do you think maybe branding. that there might be a real life like men in black? covering up a lot of no this stuff. i don't okay but i also need to say that just ufos doesn't mean aliens exactly it doesn't okay. like i have to say that because everyone Un- they i'd don't. rather it be aliens though it, there's so many theories there's like interdimensional theory there's like the et theory there's the time travel theory there's the it's unidentified flying objects yeah, yeah. So well it's could, uap it could, now what does what? that mean? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. That's mm. the that's uh, the word. That's bougie. It's bougie. Go back to UFO. Go back to UFO. UFO. Well, you flying saucer was the original term, <laughs> and then it went. I remember that. Yeah. Flying then, saucer. Yeah, I remember. I'm from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very 80s term. Yeah. See the flying saucer. Yeah. And then it was UFOs, and now it's UO, U- UAP. UAP. Yeah, UAP. Unidentified. Aerial phenomenon. Aerial phenomenon. But they use that word. That so U- Tom Cruise could be a UAP? Well, no, not really. He could Mission be trying to control all of them because he's a Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I hope we all don't die now because I said that. <laughs> so after you, at the age of six, when you became interested in ufos and aliens and all that you just right. continued to study it or did you kind of come back around full circle as an adult and embrace it well i studied it like i've been studying it with my dad for like the longest period of time from just reading watching documentaries him teaching me and then when what i does your dad do my dad my dad's an arborist he's a tree company but my dad was like after he had a ufo sighting he That's was right. like oh he, yeah he had to explain like he had to find a way to explain it mm. so he ended up like just diving deep into it and then meeting tons of people in the community that had UFO experiences, but he was never public about it. He was public with his friends Mm. and 
and some other I, there's other stuff that obviously I'll keep private to my father but he yeah he was totally enwrapped in it mm. and then he enwrapped me in it and then when I was around I think in my early 30s I, I was between 25 or 30 sorry it wasn't 30 my fault between 25 and 27 I went to my first UFO conference and I told my dad I was like because they bought a place in Arizona and I was like we need to go to a UFO conference Where as a family it's just outside. It's about 45 minutes outside of Arizona. It's Fountain Hills, but now I believe it's in Phoenix. Mm. It's the number one. It's the largest UFO conference in how many North people attend? Like over thousands. And how did you like? Did so you I get, googled like, an alert? it. You googled like yeah, I googled it, and then my dad was like, "Chrissy, that's 45 minutes away." Google works, people. It does. Want to go to a UFO conference? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> so I went to the conference, and then I told. What did uh, you learn? Well, I just met a whole bunch of people. So it's I did my first crop. Kind of. And then I, well, I was just interested and I was just kind of, you know, I walked in and I looked at my dad and I was like, these are our people. <laughs> it's like, yes, Chrissy. <laughs> and so when I laugh, I'm like, seriously, I fell at home. And there is like, there's yeah. lots of academics there because you have tons of scientists there. Sure. You also had tons of people that have their own theories or experiences. So there's like a whole spectrum of people. But UFOs are not that far fetched. People like to say they, they are. do. And those people are called Christians. <laughs> So let's let's get into. Um, so yeah. Sorry, no, no, keep no, going. No, it's okay. No, no, keep going. No, it's okay. And then yeah, and then I I went on my first crop circle, uh, like it's called circle chasing with Patty. That's Greer. what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So, crop so I circles. went out to England for a week and went circle chasing. That's so bad. some with, of them yeah, are hand, a, some people make them to make them look like right. It wasn't that in the movie. There was a movie that they did. Yeah. There is a documentary. Oh. There's a couple. Signs. I there thought you were going to say signs too. There was too. a movie I, where like yeah. he said Mel Gibson. I know. Oh, yeah. did you? Oh, okay. Signs, where where people were like hand making these crop circles, but then there were other incidents where maybe I'm talking I about two different movies. Signs, but I did see where the guy was actually making the, the crop circles, and then freak like he was. What movie was that? I'm, I'm I don't bl- know. I'm blanking. There was a movie know. out there where there was a guy who had like a homemade mm-hmm. thing where he would. It was like a piece of wood. He was pushing down rope, the crops, and he would you would push yeah. down. Yeah. The crops, like, you know, step by step, mm-hmm. it probably took like three, three fucking hours. I don't. No, way longer than like, that. Yeah. Well, it, they, it took it's them all night. Of people. Yeah. But also, they had a whole thing where they would like, you know, mathematically circle out like with rope, <coughs> how precise and accurate because it had to be. Yeah, because from the sky, it has to look like. Has something. to look like something fucking landed on there. Yeah. Well, the geometry is perfect though with them. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So there's a comp- there's like people do make them. They do, but then there's ones that are unexplained because some of them are 3D. Some right. of them were in binary code. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like the ma- the ones I saw like potentially could have been made. I was in four of them. Um, like they're actually beautiful though. Like if they're not like I don't know how I feel if they're real or not. I went because it was the closest thing I could get to UFOs. Mm. Was a crop circle, so I like had a nap in one. <laughs> did multiple things in it because we were doing research. Like yeah, I took a nap. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were there for it. three hours, and I, I we were running around from day to day, and so they were documenting for the conference. It was Jaime is a, a really notable Mexican um, researcher, UFO researcher, and multiple researcher in paranormal. Nice. So I was with him, and then I was with Gary King, which is like the most notable UFO or crop circle researcher in London. So all of us were together, and we were running around from crop circle circle. And you met these people at the UFO conference? No, I met Patty Greer, who was a researcher that connected me to Gary King and all these people in England. And so Gary and I became, like, really good friends, and then then I got to know Jaime as well. And so it just worked out the time I was there. They were doing all this research with Jaime. So I just jumped on. on Speaking of England, what do you think of um, 
Stonehenge. Fuck yeah, Stonehenge. Yeah, um, yeah. Is I, that I, alien. That's definitely alien. Well, they yeah they say they yeah it. ancient astronaut theories would say. There's no <laughs> way they didn't have the tools to do that. Someone had. What to do you do mean that. we? Humans, <laughs> humans. Well, Stonehenge is like is beautiful. Yeah, and it's have unbelievable. It? Yeah, the stones just way too much for for anything. So and it's unbelievable. It takes yeah. a village, Blake. It mm. takes a village. No. How do you think the pyramids were built? We don't know. I know. <laughs> My relatives. No, those exactly. are the That's ancient your family. Egyptians, <laughs> That's your not work. the modern Egyptians that came ancient. ten thousand. I'm from a past life, dude. I'm, I'm warped. I got warped. <laughs> that happened to me. Um, moving <laughs> forward, I have a question. Yeah, because I have a. Since segment. we're talking, and we yeah. we talked about a, a alien movie, or you know, what is your favorite movie that has to do with that subject? Et. Oh, fuck. I just saw a t-shirt that has like ET dressed like a like the little girl. Or oh, I love I'm, it. I'm, I'm buying Is that it. your favorite it. because it's a cute movie or because it's accurate and it's? They sent Can you imagine? Because they sent a nice alien and then, I just like, the way they were ET. treating him. He was a baby Although alien. Spielberg, I'm gonna say it. He traumatized children. He yeah. has some long shots where oh. ET's like in a ditch and he's like white. Yeah, and you're like. Like, yeah. what are you doing, Spielberg? And then they show him in bed. Like, he's it's obviously brilliant. Mm. And, like, what he took all of us on a ride. Like, I went to see it in IMAX. I think it was just before COVID yeah. with a group of people. And I was crying. And I was like, I can't. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm like an adult, like, still bawling at E.T. Do you remember that so movie, good. Fire in the Sky? Did you ever see that? Oh, my that? God. I've met Travis Bolton, actually. That's I've interviewed him. That's a legit. Him. And that was a real story, right? Well, well, they yeah. Travis Bolton says it's based on a true story. Uh, who was in that? Yeah. I know. I, like I can't forget his name. He's a good 70s actor. 70s or 80s, maybe. Let's Google it. I don't know. Fire in the Sky. Great fucking movie. It is a great movie. <laughs> I think they should, like but, the he, but Travis Bolton said it wasn't really accurate. He was really upset when it came out. There's well, a lot of Hollywood. things. That's well, Hollywood. once he gets on the ship, <laughs> it's like totally not accurate at all. He said mm. that happens to him because like a, he like runs down a hallway and then ends up meeting a whole bunch of like what he thinks is humans. And then they take him and he looks out into the universe, like looking back on the planet, I believe. And they're showing him and speaking to him. But the first thing he saw laying on that table were grays on top of him, he says. But then he like freaks out. And then, yeah, he was finds himself in these alley hallways and stuff on the ship but he was on a mothership mm-hmm. apparently Th- this is his story though and then he came back yeah like five days later and they almost like they thought that his, his friends killed him but they didn't yeah he's an interesting character when an, i met him it's called an acid trip. seriously <laughs> um, and and all of them have done lie detector tests and they still stick to the story and travis is a really interesting person to meet though in real life like yeah he's a very I'll, interesting I'll, character i'll be the judge of that well, maybe one day you'll meet him and <laughs> <laughs> bring him hey, on the podcast. You probably you never know. He might do the podcast. If I ask him. That's nicely. <laughs> nicely. Uh, it, goes, it goes two ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. I want to ask you about tardigrades. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling Wolf about it. I love it. tardigrades. Wolf, are you, is this, are you, He's gonna cut it are you nerding out with us? Woo! Yeah. Wolf Romero is, by the way, our, our producer, tardigrades. videographer, tardigrades. editor. You can't see him. He's behind the scenes, but he's working all the magic over it's here. It's cute. I'm not going to lie. They are. It looks like a, a pig. Tardigrade. Moss piglets. Kind of like could, a sprinkler face. We like, could throw a picture up. Yeah. A tardigrade is a... It is an animal, and it's one of the smallest animals. It's not micro... Well, it's microscopic. It's not like on a quantum level, but it is one of the oldest types of animals, and it lives in moss. So they call it a moss piglet. I think it calls the water bear is a nickname for it too, but it can literally like shrink into a ball and have like mm. a drop of water 
and, and reanimate like, again and like be gremlins. in there. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and, there, and there are different versions of them, right? Yeah, there's I've a thousand different. different yeah, there's, there's a thousand, thousand different, different oh, they species. Have eight legs. Yeah, species, yeah. Uh-uh, yeah they good. do. They have I'm eight good. legs. Yeah, maybe if we have a couple. I think they're really cute. There's these one that has like a, a picture before. that he has space goggles on. Maybe so they've been in space. They've been here. And they live. They they were able to live in space. Octopuses look like aliens to me. Of these There's a lot of stuff in the like ocean that. There's theories on that too. Like images of them. I need to listen to your podcast. I guess you should. I'm like the. I'm but I did an episode on tardigrades. <clears throat> Please check it out. The debrief, YouTube page. Thank no, you. No, but keep keep going <laughs> about it because you you educated me. Uh, you educated me on these animals. They're called right. Yeah. They're technically animals. Well, it's the first. Yeah, it is an animal. And yeah. made, That's of, a vertebrae. made of what kind of flesh? Like, what are they made? Oh, of? I don't know if because actually what it's really made. They are indestructible. Well, they they're te- they not well. You can kill them. They're you not. Said that you said that you can't kill them. Well, no, no, you can kill them. They're they're they can die. They've survived, they've survived so other species. So here's the thing that they can do. They we've shot them out of guns. We've quantum quantum entangled them. Whoa. They've lived in space and have come back. Mm. They can um, for thousands of years. They can crawl up in like a little ball and then only on a drop of water they need, and then they'll reanimate and come to life again. Um, they've Sounds been frozen. Like girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she only need a drop of water. She just need a drop of water. Yeah, they're unbelievable, and they're just. I think they're cute, to be honest. But you said like the human eye can't. See it. No, no but you can no, but you can find them in peat moss. So if you take a pe- piece of peat moss out, and then you well, they can be anywhere, but they really like moist areas. Mm. So I feel like I'm a tardigrade expert now. Jeez, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, let us know about that. But I, they're awesome though. They're so cool. I'm gonna buy a sweater it that has like a tardigrade on it when like I get home. Face or it is, yeah. Know. They it's call them a, a, a water bear. Yeah, they call it a water bear, I believe. Yeah, they but moss. Um, no, I think they have two. Yeah, I don't even know if they. Well, they kind of. That's a nose. I believe but again I don't know the anatomy um, I do break down like the person that uh, Mike Shaw is an expert in tardigrades and he breaks down the we'll anatomy in my interview that wolf will yeah. show of, of, of what this species looks like I was it's I've the first animal quantum tangled that's unbelievable it's crazy yeah we know what that means this well, is the nerdiest <laughs> podcast we've ever done here mm, in Hollywood mm, Tales first animal that's been <laughs> Chrissy quantum Newton, tangled everybody. What's, what are your what are the uh, two three podcasts that people should ch- I have three yeah I'll pop repeat the debrief. Oh, say it again slower. Like. Alt, pop, repeat. Right. The debrief, which is rebelliously curious with mm-hmm. Chrissy Newton. That's a long one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, somewhere in the skies with Ryan Sprague and I. I Easy. love it. Beautiful. <coughs> um, I'm not sure when this epi- episode will drop. I think we're on for Monday. A Monday. It will be a Monday. <laughs> um, how long? Uh, are we good on time? 35 so like you were gonna you were about to light me or light us right soon all right well let's plug our comedy shows we are here at jam in the van february 22nd we're doing a live comedy show slash podcast with blake barty jen sturger uh mark stevens is going to be on the show some special guests um not sure when this is going to come out but february 16th um which is Brea. Brea Improv, February 16th. Go to breaimprov.com or improvbrea.com. Um, what else? Ventura Harbor Comedy Club, February 18-19. And I feel like there's something else I want to plug. We'll we'll keep plugging, but I feel like there's something else. Oh, Cruisers, every Thursday night. Every Cruisers. Thursday. Cruisers. Every Thursday, rain or shine, Cruisers comedy show. It's a shit show. If you've ever seen the movie Roadhouse, it's kind of like that. <laughs> 
people falling off stools and trying to get in fights and shit. It's just a, it's the wild fucking west. But if you're in Huntington Beach or in Southern California, come check us out there. Um, anything else you want to throw in? We got no. I'm gonna. We're gonna end it with your best Hollywood tale. I'm good. All right. Can you tell us your best Hollywood tale? My best. Can it? Does it have to be in Hollywood? No. Can no. be somewhat. It like, can just be like ho- anything Hollywood. Just give us related. a good story. I'll tell you a story about Nicki actor, Minaj. Okay, tell us the Nicki Minaj mm. story. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was doing publicity with Nicki Minaj. Uh, this is like just when she came off the Britney tour, or was on the Britney tour, and so she was just developing. And I was her publicist at that for that event. So she was doing a carpet. And she came out of her car and she had a Wrangler and a whole group of her people, obviously her entourage with her. And so I have to take her in to do the carpet. And her manager looks at me and is like, you're not allowed to talk to her. Can I swear on this? Yeah. And I'm like, bitch, please. (laughs) (laughs) Like, bitch, please. So I look, I'm like, what? I'm like, is her publicist here? And she's like, no. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so I'm just going to leave her in front of like, ET Canada, you guys have ET, so that's the most notable that, you, that people would know. Um, and like eTalk and all these other cameras. I'm like, I'm just going to leave her on the carpet, like just to fend for herself. I'm like, I can't do that. That's my job. Is So anyway, I guess Nikki said that I wasn't allowed to talk to her. Yeah, don't ask. She played a Madonna thing, and I was like, come Maybe on, Maybe she was princess. on a conservatorship. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, she, yeah, I see no. <laughs> Never know, God. It's another I love story. I, Brittany, I love we your love Instagram. You, Keep doing what you're doing, baby yeah. girl. Yay. <laughs> so anyway, she tells me, I'm, yeah, I'm not allowed to talk to her. And I'm like, okay, this is... So I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going to go talk to her. So I went up to her and I was like, this is a list of media that's in the rundown. I'm like, I'm not going to... like, I'm going to look at you. Oh, what she also, they also to told do? me that I wasn't allowed to look her in the eyes. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. What was what, what, what <laughs> so, did she expect you to do then? Oh, well, what, I don't... What is your job? I you don't... Want? Exactly. I'm like, I have to take you onto the carpet and that's what a publicist does. If you're, yeah. you're like, I think she was at Universal that time. If your publicist from the labels there, then like, sure, whatever, I can deal with it and I'll just talk to your publicist right. and do your thing. But I'm not. And right. like, obviously your team, which I can tell, doesn't know what the hell they're doing mm. at that time. She probably maybe have a different team now. So her manager and everybody else, they, anyway, I ended up talking to her. She ended up like was being shocked. And I was like, I don't care. I'm not going to lose my job. Um, I don't know, obviously represent you either. And so I took her down and then after she was in her own like VIP area, she wouldn't talk to anybody. She wouldn't even talk, get on the mic and talk to the crowd. She wouldn't even say thank you. Yeah, she was like, it was like full on diva moment. And I'm then not buying her music anymore. Right? I honestly like it. Then, then when We're I was canceling Nikki <laughs> right now. And then when we left, so here's the thing though. And then when she left, I'm obviously will have to walk her out with the rest of the owners of the venue and everything else. And then she did turn around before she got in the car and she looked at me and she said, she lipped. Thank you. All right. Well, there's some redemption. It's like, okay. Maybe okay. she's on the spectrum a little bit, and we just I don't, don't know. know. We don't know. Yeah. No, you know what? You killed her with kindness, but you also let her know, like, yo, this is my jam too. So respect. But here's the, the thing. And I she, and she and she, you know, she did in the end. She did. Here's the you thing. You can't win people over right away. Sometimes. No. It takes a minute. I also think it's because I had actually naturally like really really curly hair, and she came in with a fake fro. And so I think I might, <laughs> honestly, I don't think she liked it. <laughs> no, by my hair, because she walked in with the wig, like, and like it, like she was wearing a, so much clown makeup. It was crazy. Cause like at that time you You're, can tell. might not work for her ever again. I don't care. We, it's we not should, changing my, it's not changing my career. Throwing yeah. Nicki Minaj under the bus. Oh, we should have just talked about Nicki for a while. I love it. Anyway, that's my Hollywood, that's one of my Hollywood stories. Hell yeah. I love it. Do we have time for one more? Or? Let's do one more. 
the other one? The other yeah. one is I worked with uh, Bruce Willis. Ooh, well, let's hear the Bruce Willis mm. one. I love Bruce Willis. I love Bruce Willis, too. I love me some Bruce. So Bruce came to town, Toronto, and he was partner of Sobieski Vodka. And so mm-hmm. I was doing PR with him and, like, running this also this promo team out of my company. So I – one of the guys who was doing that – I believe he was the VP of Sobieski at that time, uh, Shane. He was a friend of mine too. And he was like, come in the back and do a shot with like, you know, Bruce Willis and all of this. So I was like, sweet. <laughs> like, I get to talk to Bruce. So they put me like right beside Bruce. And then they told me I had to go on stage with Bruce. And I was like, I don't mind this at all. <laughs> I will go, I'll go anywhere Bruce goes. And so I actually had a moment to talk with him and we did a shot. And he was like super nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've really super humble. Um, you know he said thank you and then he did his whole piece on stage and then after there was an after party that we went and he stayed for dinner talked to everybody went into the crowd like just was so fabulous to work with so what, that's a positive story and he reminds me of like the guy from his character in Pulp Fiction right. I was because people ask me what was he like and I'm like I felt that he was like his character in Pulp Fiction which when I, I love so when I was in high school for me. was it high school yeah high school uh, he had just, he was right in the uh, height of his moonlighting. Remember that show Moonlighting that he did? Yeah, that's With, old. Right. Yeah. I forgot the, the chick. That's his first show. That's what made him like a star. Yeah, I mean, before he yeah. did Die Hard. What was her right, name? Yeah. Do you remember her yeah. name? Did the you see the, the how it's made? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> that was so, so crazy. So they didn't even good. want him. So, <laughs> and it's like right. they, uh, so, he, so he does the show Moonlighting, and then he's on this, he has this hit commercial for Seagram's uh, Golden Wine Coolers. Oh, I don't Seagram's know Golden Wine Coolers. I don't know if we could pull that up. It's probably copyright infringements, but they'd like it. He had a, a commercial that he endorsed or for this like wine company and or wine coolers. So me and my buddy drove. We found out where he lived in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, really? And we drove to his house and we dropped off a six pack of Golden Wine Coolers in a note. Um, in a note? Yeah. He look, wasn't home. Look, we look knocked on the door. Right? It said something like, you know, I can't even remember what we wrote, we, 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 we like wrote in the note, but I remember Live knocking young, on the hard. door. <laughs> yeah, we were 16. Come out to L.A., have a few laughs. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, I was in high school. Dude. It was like 16. Oh, like, God. I love so, you. You drove from Riverside? Yeah, me and my buddy. Fuck so we yeah. knocked on the door. He didn't answer. It looks like he hadn't been home for a while. Yeah. Full disclosure, we did open up his mailbox. <laughs> and he had like looks like weeks worth of mail just he hadn't been home i guess he was out yeah. filming fucking die hard or something yeah. i don't know right and then we left but i'd uh so being a i was celebrity. a big fan of him back in the day and i never had a chance to meet him he's really lovely yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be the judge of that yeah i've I've, I've worked with a couple <laughs> other people i worked with akon um i've worked uh dmc for run dmc mm. i want to hug him mm. i love Daryl McDaniels, he is like one of the best humans I've ever worked with and like met. Mm-hmm. Just a good guy, I good just person. I break dancing to his stuff, so it's cool. Yeah, like and I also I like, like DMC's like next level. Like it's just run DMC, come on. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was like was iconic to meet somebody like that. All right, well, what's Beautiful. next for you? We're yeah. gonna wrap it up. What what's uh, what's in the near future for you, career wise? <sighs> Well, some things I can't talk about, but family. (laughs) The things you can talk about. You have a dog. Let's talk about your dog who has his own Instagram page. He does. Yeah, Mr. B. Mr. B. Being Mr. B. I met him. Mm -hmm. He's quite the character. He is. He is. He's a Chihuahua Terrier. Chihuahua Terrier. (laughs) I saw a picture yesterday on Instagram, actually. 
Ahmed thinks he has demons he needs to clear. <laughs> Most he's chihuahuas like, do, honestly. No, he's like one of those old men who look yeah, like he, he got a couple trauma. bar fights younger. Yeah, he's trauma. And yeah, he's got a couple. He's, he's got some emotional scars. Chihuahuas him. are the most uh, dangerous. Well, they bite the most people per year of all the breeds of dogs. So. He hasn't. He well, he bit his foster mom exactly. when she first. Ex- exactly. Exactly. But he's better now. It's he's eleven now. He's an old man. I have it's a friend. This is a quick story. Yeah. And he's. Um, He's from Ecuador, where his family is. Yeah. And he's <laughs> he said that his mom used to get him these chihuahuas because he had, like, asthma as a kid and this and that. And that, you know, the chihuahuas would take his ailments, and when they died, it would take his ailments away. And I said, damn, that's fucking weird. And he said, well, I don't have asthma anymore. So. Oh. So the, so the dog. The chihuahua took his ailments. Took his ailments. Yeah. So, oh. wow! That is cool. So, that I'm is saying cool. if you have any ailments, maybe, maybe he's gonna take them. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna take my demons yeah. I don't <laughs> with know. his own. He's like, uh, what he will take Ahmed's too. <laughs> Green Mile. Ahmed was like Clark rubbing Duncan. himself with him. Yeah. <laughs> remember Michael Clark Duncan in the Green Mile? Oh yeah. He passed away, I think. But oh. remember his character? He, he would eat people's like ne- like negative energy. Yeah, it was intense. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm like that sometimes. Yeah. I eat a lot of negative energy. You were like rubbing yourself with B. <laughs> like he's take a, he's my, a good guy. Take my, my he's bad a good guy. I like, I like B. He's a good dog. All right. All right. Well, look, again, let's go back to anything you want to plug. Uh, just What's coming up? Somewhere in the skies. We're going to be doing some um, interviews with, oh, my gosh, I just lost his name. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. George Ooh. Knapp. There it is. There it George is. Knapp, which is like, if you love UFOs, you'll love, you obviously, everyone knows who George Knapp is. And that's is it too early? You, you told me kind of on the secret that you had some stuff bubbling. I do. I can't, it, talk, can't about talk about that. Yeah, right. I can't. Leave it. Shelve it. Oh, tuned. you know what? Sorry. I'm in, um, I can say it. I am in a new documentary that's coming out with William Shatner. Um, it's called The Terror in the Sky. And that's coming out, I think, March or May 3rd. That's so amazing. What can people see? I don't know the streamer yet. They haven't told me. It's either going to, I think it's Amazon. Use the Google machine. But it's, it, it's coming out. Well, they did the the technically when this probably comes out, then the teaser, the trailer will come out too. The trailer oh, comes I out next heard Tuesday. You're Canadian when and when hey. you boot boot. Guys, yeah. follow her uh, on Instagram at Chrissy Newton. Pr- appropriate that your your last name is Newton as well. <laughs> as well. It's a, isn't that a very sort it's of Isaac Newton? Right, Isaac Newton. Exactly. Chrissy Newton on Instagram. It's being Chrissy Blake Newton. Blake.Barty mm-hmm. on Instagram. At Ahmed Ahmed Comedy. He needs followers, people. So yeah. Please. My Instagram Please. was hacked. I had 13,000 followers. Damn it. And then I got hacked. And now I'm down to 580. <laughs> 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 Starting <laughs> over. But check me out. Uh, at Ahmed Ahmed Comedy. Go to jaminthevan.com for tickets to our February 22nd show. Jaminthevan.com. Ahmed Ahmed's Comedy Compound. Brea, once again, February 16th. Brea Improv, uh, Ventura Harbor Comedy Club, uh, February 1819. Mm-hmm. And a big thanks to the guys here at Jam of the Van. Wolf Ramirez, thank you, man. We appreciate you. Thanks, Wolf. Uh, Jake Trainer, Jake Kotler, Dave, uh, Jack Higgins, our creative director. This place rocks. Hope to see you down here. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go team. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.